0: Celebration continues, we continue to celebrate, what have we been doing all day, I'll tell you what we've been doing all day, first, we came out and we played with bubbles, because nothing says celebration like playing with bubbles, then, we got the cooler out, and then, Ivan and I, we've been shooting craps, with these giant wooden dice, he thought he'd get an advantage from giant wooden dice, didn't you Ivan?
1: Well yeah, just stood to reason.
0: Uh, it's my brother. You know, it didn't work out. I'll say it didn't work out. You know, to the tune of what it didn't work out. Look at all of this. It's real silver. I don't know, Ivan, where in the hell did you get all this real silver? My God, what, what are you, a collector? No, I only deal in currency that's made of precious metals.
1: I don't, I don't go for this crap. The paper or the, or the crypto... I go for silver, I go for gold, that's it. I lost my ass,
0: and so I hope you're happy you took all my silver. I am happy. I'm happy that the Colts won. That's what I'm happiest about. Uh, I'm happy that pays. x-rays aren't negative. Might be a high ankle sprain. We'll see if he goes on the IR. We'll see if he's able to come back. Who knows? But what I do know is this also, is that the Colts are 2-2-1, and and they are ready to make a run in the AFC South. In fact, because of the win last night against the Denver Broncos in Denver, the Indianapolis Colts, at 2-2-1, are tied atop the AFC South. How about them apples? Matt Ryan playing the worst football of his life and still finding a way to win games for the Colts because... Stephon Gilmore is kicking ass and taking names. We're going to talk about the Colts, what they have done, who their most valuable player is thus far, and I've already mentioned his name, so I think you know who we're talking about, and what they need to do to get really, really competitive in the AFC South. What they've done thus far is they've taken a season, right, a five-game season, knocked out those five games, and now they've got 12 left, shortened the season. When you suck, shorten whatever you're trying to win, whether it's a game. If you're playing college basketball, you got 40 minutes, right? You're trying to shrink the game to 20, and then to 10, and then to 5, and then go win the damn thing. What the Colts have done is they've shrunk the season to 12 games. So let's see if they can figure out a way to win enough of these 12 games, and we'll talk about that too. Ivan has got his picks. I think all the bad luck is out of his system from shooting craps. With me this afternoon, the neighbors aren't home, so I'm forced to celebrate by myself with my little uh, my little wooden-headed friend, Ivan. But he's going to make some picks a little bit later. He picked, thankfully, thank you, Ivan. You're welcome. He uh, made he made a pick for me the Colts last night, and and so I bet the Colts. I got three and a half points. Didn't need them. Colts win 12-9 in overtime. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Friday, October 7th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR.com backslash Kent. If you deposit in your initial deposit $100 or more, dollars, you get 25 uh, casino chips to use at your whim. You can play blackjack. You can play craps like I did with Ivan. You can play slots. You can do all that stuff on them for the twenty-five bucks, if you deposit at least one hundred initially, and you know what, for sports wagering, deposit up to a thousand your initial deposit, they're gonna match it in free play. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Want to remind you: hit the uh, subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live like this. And you know what else? i got to tell you, I am running on like no sleep. So if I make just a little bit of sense, I'm ahead of the game. I, as a host of this program, am really the equivalent, journalistically, to what Matt Ryan is as a quarterback for the Colts. I make no apologies. You get to bed at 2 because of doing all this stuff, watching a game, being kind of amped up, and then you get up at 6. I'll tell you what. You stop making sense at some point, and I think I am right up at that ledge. We'll see if at some point in these 15 to 18 minutes I stop making sense completely. All right. What do the Colts need to get this right? What do the Colts so far played five games, right? 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. They've got 12 left. Who's the MVP? We'll start there. Stephon Gilmore, there is no question he's the MVP. He has changed this defense. That defense on the back end is hard to beat. Cortland Sutton figured that out last night. Russell Wilson figured that out last night. Too late, which is a good thing. Gilmore with a pick with just over two minutes left that set the Colts up for the game-tying field goal. And then a pass breakup in overtime that allowed the Colts at fourth and one from the Colts five. Wow, what a huge play. What knuckleheads right in Denver, that call, what are you doing? The Colts are on their heels. They can't stop the run. And so what do you do? You throw. The most important play of the game, it's win or go home losers. And what do they decide to do? What's Hackett decide to do? Oh, we got to throw. We got to put it in the hands of the quarterback who's put us in a position where we could lose this game. (laughs) Idiocy. Happy idiocy. Idiocy. Beautiful stuff. Stephon Gilmore, the MVP. All right, Coach of the Year on the staff. I'm going with Mike Mitchell because Rodney Thomas has been really, really good. And Rodney Thomas's development is a safety. And I'll I'll say this also. Nick Cross, his coming development is a safety, which you're going to appreciate before this season is over, is due in large part to uh, Mike Mitchell. So, David, thank you very much. Uh, Reich will be let go at season's end. Ryan will be injured in the next two weeks. I hope I'm wrong. (laughs) I hope you're wrong too. (laughs) That's pretty dire. Two, two, and one. I think Reich makes it to the end of the season, but I agree. I mean, at some point, you got to say, look, this isn't working. You know, we'll see where this thing goes. But this train right now is precarious on its track, right? And, and it's about to go over a bridge, and that bridge has got a big bend in it. And if they carry too much velocity, bro, off the bridge they go. It seems like that. You know, this team, not to belabor the metaphor game, but they're walking a tightrope between uh, eking out victories and absolute doom and gloom. We'll see if they're able to continue. But I, I do think that this is probably Frank Reich's last season. Twelve games left. To get into the playoffs. If they get into the playoffs, you think, okay, maybe, but it's been five years. You kind of know what you got. If you've gone five years with a coach and he's got one playoff win, you got a coach who in five years had one playoff win. Either the GM is not doing his job or Frank Reich is not doing his job, and somebody's gonna pay. Uh as for Matt Ryan, I don't think he's gonna get hurt because he collapses. He does what Paris Campbell should have been doing since he was drafted out of Ohio State, and that's Burrow. Man, he hears footsteps. Down he goes, right? He does not take too many licks. And because he doesn't take a lot of licks, I think he's going to keep on ticking. Uh, Anyway, uh, Mike Mitchell, I think, has done a great job with the safeties. The most telling stat, the Colts are 31st in scoring after five games. The only team behind them is the Chicago Bears head coach. Yeah, our good friend, Matt Eberflus, and the Colts have played one more game than everybody else in the NFL. But the Denver Broncos, despite playing the one more game, they're still 31st in scoring. (laughs) They played 20% more than anybody else in the NFL, still having a tough time putting points on the board. They have not scored more than 20 points now in seven straight games. That is ridiculous. That is not the way the NFL is built to operate at all. And while they're 2-2-1 and this year, the 0-2 last year makes them 2-4-1 and in their last seven. Jacksonville coming up this weekend, big game. Most disappointing player, you got to say it's Matt Ryan. But while you say it's Matt Ryan, it's really hard to kind of point at Matt Ryan and say, hey, look, you're to blame for the pressure that comes at you. For receivers not always doing their job, although last night I thought Alec Pierce was splendid, um, how much of this is Matt Ryan's fault? How much of it's Frank Reich's fault? We don't know. Marcus Brady. We have no idea. How much of it, Chris Ballard's fault, thinking he can just roll in new quarterbacks in here every single damn year and find your way to competence? That's a little bit tough, too. So it, it's, you know, it, and and Matt Pryor, what, Matt Pryor is the worst player among the starters. I hate saying that, but it's true. But he's not disappointing because who thought he could play? You can't be disappointed by somebody you thought couldn't play when they actually can't play. Right? All right. Uh, the draft class. What do we think of the draft class? Pretty damn good. All right. No pick. Uh, In the top 50, but you get Alec Pierce at 53. You get Johnny Woods at 73. You get Bernard Ryman at 77. By the way, Bernard Ryman had better figure out really, really soon how to play left tackle without committing four penalties in the first half. How this team, two fumbles by Ryan that takes him to 11 for the year, two interceptions he throws, Bernard Ryman at left tackle committing four penalties in the first half, and somehow you win the game. You know why? Because Russell Wilson stinks. And while we criticize Chris Ballard for making the deal for Matt Ryan, know what? Look at George Payton out in Denver made that deal for Russell Wilson. How's that working out for you? Not so well. Uh, The Colts? Have won eight of their last nine at Lucas Oil Stadium against Jacksonville. We'll get more into this next week as we look ahead to Jacksonville. The last time Jacksonville won at Lucas Oil Stadium, Jacoby Brissett was sacked 10 times. That's a lot. Know who led him in sacks? Yanni Kangakwe with two and a half. And by the way, I feel like maybe I got to go down on the field at some point, although he did have, he got to the quarterback a little bit last night. Introduce. Yanni to the opposing quarterback because I think i got to break the ice in order for those two guys to get really well acquainted. Hit somebody. Get to the quarterback. Let's go. Last night, DeForest Buckner did that with two sacks. Uh, Tennessee, they've got coming up on the 23rd. Tennessee's 2-2. Two and two. Washington then is 1-3. Pats are 1-3. Vegas is 1-3. So you play back-to-back, two AFC South teams who are at 2-2. Two then you've got Washington, the Pats, and Vegas. Pats and Vegas on the road. Those three teams are one in three each. This is a time to go on a little bit of a run. Get Jonathan Taylor back and get back to doing well what you've always done well. Can we do it? I think we can. If I can come out here and play with bubbles alone in the backyard... I think the Colts ought to be able to run the damn football with Jonathan Taylor. Come on. Playing wooden dice games with a wooden guy whose uh, trunk is filled with with silver dollars and quarters. What's that all about? I'm the skirt. You know what? No. Everybody ought to have a neighbor like me. And these people are lucky enough to. Um, All right. Let's get to Ivan. Ivan's picks. First of all, Ivan... We, uh, You take us to Bloomington Memorial Stadium homecoming, where the Hoosiers are going to play the Wolverines.
1: I've got Michigan winning this game big. Michigan, a 22.5-point favorite. I don't think that that's 50% of what Michigan's going to beat Indiana by. The over-under, 59.5. I love the over. I love the uh, minus 13 after the, uh, after the first half. So minus 13 first half. Overall, minus 22 and a half. And then the over-under, plus 59 and a half. Love it. Maryland, Purdue, Boilermakers traveling to Maryland. Maryland a three-point favorite. I have the Terrapins winning that game and covering Georgia. SEC matchup against Auburn. Auburn was destroyed by Penn State. This is their first road game. They're 28 and a half point dogs. I'm taking the Bulldogs. And I'm going to run to the bank like a thief. I have seen that still you can get Jaguars winning the Super Bowl at plus 5,200. Nothing wrong with putting a little money on that. Put 20 bucks on that. Walk away with a grand if they get it done. I think the Jaguars are the surprise of the NFL and will continue to be. They host the Texans this weekend. Seven-point favorites. I got the Jags covering easily. Tennessee, minus one and a half at Washington. I love the Titans in this game. Carson wins. Can't play dead. Eagles at Cardinals. I got Arizona money line plus 182. Ivan
0: has spoken. And, hey, Ivan, thank you. You've done a great job all year of making money for people who pay attention to you. You've been uh, phenomenal this year. I think you're winning at about a 73% clip. Which is not a surprise. If you're going down to Bloomington for the game tomorrow, have a great time. It's going to be a little bit chilly, but that's okay. It feels like football weather, doesn't it? If you're going to a high school football game tonight, have a great time. I'm going to one myself. I'm going to go watch Cathedral play uh, Brebuff, Cathedral hosting Brebuff over at Arlington. Can't wait for that. Pacers tonight at the Knicks. That's going to be kind of fun. If you've got NBA uh, League Pass, you can watch that game. All kinds of stuff this weekend. Just because the Colts aren't playing Sunday doesn't mean we aren't going to have a hell of a lot of fun talking about football and watching football all weekend long. I can't wait to talk to you sometime this weekend. Could happen at any moment. Breakfast with Kent, of course. Monday at 7 o'clock in the morning.